0: the 2023 nba draft has come and gone no sun Devils got drafted a couple guys signed as undrafted free agents and we're here to talk about guys who could be future nba players on this edition of the locked on sun devils podcast you are locked on sun devils your daily podcast on the arizona state sun devils part of the locked on podcast network your team every day Welcome back to the Locked On Sun Devils Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun, sun Devils. A special shout-out to my everydayers that are here every day, and don't forget to hit likes and subscribe and turn on those notifications wherever you're getting your podcast. and stay in touch with the show by following me on Twitter at RichieBrads36 and the podcast at LO underscore Sun Devils. All right, today's conversation, we're going to be recapping the 2023 NBA draft, spoiler alert, there's not much to recap, but there were a couple of Sun Devils who did find spots in like, I I don't know. It's not minor league, but like summer league, summer league, that's what it is for potential NBA futures. I don't know. We'll see if they can work their, You know what's off to get to that next point. And then I got a handful of Sun Devils that I want to talk about that, I'm wondering if they do have NBA futures, but let's go ahead and get into the meat and potatoes of this conversation. The 2023 NBA draft came and went. There were no Sundables selected, not a surprise whatsoever, especially when Warren Washington and Frankie Collins decided to withdraw from the NBA draft. Those were the guys that would have had the best opportunity to have been drafted for the Sun Devils, but it was not meant to be. They obviously felt that they needed to come back for at least one more year of college basketball, build more of a repertoire and a resume with the team, and get to the next level maybe next year. Warren Washington is obviously no longer with the Sun Devils, so we'll see what ends up happening for him. Frankie Collins is back with the Sun Devils meanwhile, and he will be the primary ball handler for the team and running the point, so we'll see what he can do there, it's going to be a very different Sun Devils team in 2023-2024 though, there's a lot of change, outside of Frankie Collins returning, there are no other starting Sun Devils that are returning from last year, Warren Washington is gone, both Desmond and Devin Cambridge are gone, and DJ Horn is gone, also gone, Austin Nunez, Duke Brennan, Enoch Bache, and quite a few other guys as well, but Obviously, the Sun Devils brought in a lot of guys via the transfer portal as well. I'm not going to talk about every single one of them, but there is one guy in particular that I do want to bring up a little later on in the show. But with that being said, no one was drafted. Not the biggest surprise in the world. I think, like I said, we kind of figured that was going to happen. The best chance for the Sun Devils specifically would have been Warren Washington and Frankie Collins. They withdraw. They're coming back. Moving on, moving forward. However, there were two Sun Levels that did end up getting opportunities to potentially impress and maybe make it to that next level and maybe, maybe get some time in the NBA. We'll wait and see. But to the surprise of no one, Desmond Cambridge Jr., who was one of the leading scorers for the Sun Devils last year, one of the more hot and cold shooters the Sun Devils have seen in quite a while, I would say, and a second-team pack 12 player, Desmond Cambridge Jr., ends up signing on with the Raptors for their summer league. We'll see what he can end up doing. If he's a guy who's able to just evolve his game to where he's not shooting every shot that he sees, because the shot selection is very spotty with Desmond Cambridge Jr. I'm not sure how many shots in his life he's seen that he didn't instantly love, but that's definitely going to be something that needs to be cleaned up. I think otherwise there's, there's some good intangibles and building blocks here for Desmond Cambridge jr. To, to build upon. Uh, I do think that there's, you know, decent upside as a defensive player. Um, obviously a good score. I'm not sure that he's going to be someone who can run the court and be a distributor or anything like that. I think he's definitely going to be a high volume shooter at the next level, just like he was in the, in college I don't know how much is really changing there, but if he is able to just become a, a more consistent reliable shooter and not somebody who's just chucking the ball up, I do think that he could eventually evolve and who knows what happens. I, you know, it's so difficult to make an impact in the NBA. I won't go as far as to say Cambridge will get that far, but I do think that he's got a future in pro basketball, whether it's, in the NBA or anywhere else. I do think he's going to be able to find a niche. Marcus Bagley is the other player. Bagley, of course, a very interesting situation at Arizona State, a former five star prospect who battled a ton of injuries during his time at Arizona State before ultimately leaving the program last year due to some headbutting with. Bobby Hurley very early in the season. He's only played five games in the last three or not three, uh, two years and basically played two games last year. He had started the third game, but did not finish that game. He has hardly been on the court, but you can't deny the physical talent and upside that Bagley has. He was a five star prospect for a reason. This is a kid who's got some ties to the league as his brother was in the pros And you look at Marcus Bagley and he definitely checks off all the boxes from a physical appearance standpoint. It's just going to be a matter of, does he have it between the ears to be able to dial in and get to that next level of the pros become, become a more professional player that maybe doesn't get tied up in some emotions because that's going to be something that's going to be very important for him. So, uh, bagley signed with the uh, philadelphia 76ers he will be part of the oh god what did they how did they word it the oh my goodness i can't remember what they called it uh exhibit 10 it, he signed an exhibit 10 deal so it'll be it'll yeah it'll be interesting i suppose but again in terms of a guy who just checks off the boxes for what you look for on the surface for a player, Bagley's dotting just about everything. Now it's just a matter of actually putting it together on the court, proving that he is moved on past his sour days at Arizona State. My big question is like and and we might never have to ask this question, but like if he does become a successful player, is he going to identify with the Sun Devils? Is he going to look back fondly at his time? I'm not 100% sure. It's something in the back of my head. But again, the odds are we're never going to have to ask this question just because, again, it's so, so difficult to make an impact at the next level and become a superstar. agri has got the talent. It's I just don't know if he's going to get to that point, I suppose. I'll tell you what, though. I got to talk to you guys about bird dogs because if there's one thing I do know, it's that these things are an absolute slam dunk. They're comfortable. They look good. It's a stretch khaki short that's designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and the leg that gives you a truly sculpted look. Even someone like me with not the best legs in the world still looks pretty good. I can pull it off for sure. They do the exact same things as the Lulu Melon brand. But they fit way better and they fit better than regular shorts, too, that are made of a stiff, restricting cotton. Bird dogs fix that issue by inventing cloud net fabric that looks like the khaki, but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. They also have an anti stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. I am wearing my bird dogs as we speak. I took them to work with me today and I am beyond comfortable. And especially with the summer starting to heat up down here in Arizona, I still feel like I can wear these things out in public and not feel like I am a sweaty, disgusting mess that stinks. I feel confident in my bird dogs. Do my do yourself a favor and go to birddogs.com slash locked on college and get a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on college for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Back into the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Make sure that you are liked or subscribed wherever you're getting your podcasts. All right, I've got a handful of Sun Devils here that I want to talk about. I originally had two guys, and I decided to add a third. You can see them off on the side if you are looking on YouTube and see my graphic. If you are not, then stay tuned. We're going to get into them right now the first Sun Devil that I think could potentially have a pro future is the guy who almost went pro this year, Frankie Collins. Now, Frankie Collins definitely needs to evolve his game and take it to the next level because he, right now, I think he's a very average basketball player for the Sun Devils. He averaged 9.7 points a game last year. He was shooting 40.1% from the field, 33.8% from deep. But overall, I felt like this is a guy who I I wish had more opportunities when, it, when Frankie Collins is dialed in, I feel like he is a very quality basketball player. The problem is he, he just doesn't take the game into his own hands. And maybe that changes this upcoming year because you did have some guys who wanted to shoot last year, a la Desmond Cambridge. Maybe that's going to be different for Frankie Collins. Now that he is going to be, The veteran on the court, first of all, I mean, it's a lot of transfers that are coming in and guys that aren't familiar with the program. Collins is going to have to be that vocal leader on the court, but I'm also just curious how he's going to evolve as a player. I think this is a very good defensive player, though. I think that Frankie Collins very much understands his assignments and knows what he needs to do, where he needs to be. This is a good, this is a good defensive player. I just want to see him take that next level as an offensive player. And as a, as a producer for the team, he shot like 20 plus field goals in the first game of the year against NAU. And after that, he was really not a big volume shooter, hit double digits a handful of times throughout the remainder of the year, or we didn't open up against NAU. we opened up against Tarleton state. Uh, But He, he really was not a big volume shooter outside of that game. And he wasn't a consistent shooter either. Again, shooting 40.1% from the field. There were definitely some games that kind of inflated that percentage. And there were some games that really took away from it. You just want to see him be a more consistent player that can put it all together, put up a little more offensive production, keep growing as a defensive player. And I do think that there's a spot for him at the next level. Uh, let, let me make this very clear as I feel like I have to, every time I talk about guys at the next level, I'm not projecting these guys to be all-stars. I'm not projecting them to be hall of famers or anything like that. I just think that Frankie Collins could be able to make that next step to the pro level, make that jump and potentially be a guy who makes an impact for an NBA team. The next guy I want to talk about. Now, this is, this is a player that I do think has a very promising NBA future. And that's jemiah Neal. It's not a secret to anybody that has listened to the podcast over the last handful of months during March Madness and during the end of the of the run that the 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 Sun Devils had to end the season to be able to get into March Madness. Jemaya Neal absolutely took off. He initially entered the transfer portal, decided to withdraw to come back to Arizona State, and he's going to be in for a full time starting role. He would have to just completely regress for him to not seize one of the starting positions on this team right now. But I just look at him and I see a dude that has so much untapped potential as an offensive producer. I would love to see if he can take, take a step as a defensive guy. But I, I think that Jemaya Neal has a chance to be like the leading scorer for the Sun Devils in 2023, 24. He he looks like somebody that can just shoot all over the court. And don't get me wrong, the numbers aren't terrific. Uh, only a twenty-nine point two percent shooter from deep, but forty-one point seven percent from the field. Now, admittedly, he again, this is a bench player last year who didn't get a ton of starting time. When he did get time, it felt like he was a very impactful player. And then when the when the Pac-12 tournament started. And he started getting more opportunities. He was shooting in the high 40% range. He might've even been flirting with 50%. And it helps that against Nevada, he went six of seven. He was shooting in the high four, uh, 40% range uh, from deep. He had two double digit point outputs for the team. Like again, again, this is a bench player that the Sun Devils were getting really good production out of. He's going to be a starter for the team this upcoming year. And I think that again, again, there's a lot of untapped potential. I think that he's going to become a star for the Sun Devils. I, I'm i the president of his fan club. And if I'm not, if there's another fan club, they're phonies, they're fakes. I am the president of the Jemaya Neal fan club. And he's going to be an absolute monster now that he's going to get a full-time opportunity for the team in 2023. I do think that this could eventually equate to him building up that resume to be able to make that jump to the pros we'll see what he does at a minimum he's going to be an impact player for the sun Devils in 2023-24 he's gonna take that next step he's going to have that trajectory to be a memorable sun devil at a minimum once again thank you guys for tuning in wherever you're getting your podcast hit like subscribe turn on notifications to get an update whenever we post new content all right Last guy I want to talk about because there's a lot of incoming transfers for the Sun Devils that are coming in. So the the one player that I wanted to mention and I'm not sure how popular an opinion this is going to be because there is some really interesting transfers that are coming in uh, like Zane Meeks from San Francisco Adam Miller and Sean Phillips, both of the LSU kids, but I am actually picking the junior college transfer from Tallahassee State, Malachi Davis. Davis exploded during the um, not the FBS, uh, FCS level for their Mar- for their March Madness bracket. He was insane in their four tournament games he was averaging 36 points a game he had a 48 point performance against salt Lake salt lake uh cc he was on the year still averaging 17.1 points a game he was shooting 51 from the field dominated junior college he's coming to arizona state it's going to be an an adjustment At a a minimum, it's going to be an adjustment for him. There's no denying that this is not going to be an easy transition for anybody from the FCS, FCS level. But with that being said, the shooting prowess is clearly there. And if he's able to replicate that, or maybe not even replicate it, but do something to, like, just just be good at the FBS level. He's going to be a very talented player for the team. He's definitely someone that I'm looking out for. I don't know how popular an opinion that is. I haven't done too much research into the basketball team. There's obviously not depth charts or anything to look at, so I don't even know if he's going to be a starter for the team, if he's going to be a bench player for the team, if he's going to be someone they stash and develop. I don't really know. What I do know... Is the the shooting prowess is the thing that's got me the most excited about Malachi Davis at a minimum for his ASU future. I am very, very excited for what he could potentially bring to the table for you. But I do think that there could be an opportunity for him if he does take that next step. That NBA teams could look at him, see a sharp shooter, and want to take a roll on the, the dice on him. But those are three sun levels that I'm curious about their pro prospects who are some Sun Devils you think could make it to the pros who are some Sun Devils you want to see at the next level anything like that let me know hit me up on Twitter at RichieBrads36 the podcast LO underscore Sun you're watching on YouTube leave a comment wherever you're getting your podcast hit like and subscribe and turn on those notifications thank you guys as always for tuning into the Locked on Sun Devils podcast that's all that I got for you today Until next time, you keep it locked right here on Locked on Sun Devils.